Do you have an Apple TV? I have some numbers they might interest you, but let's start with the, uh, wait. I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and here's my weekly roundup of insights about mobile apps and games, and I'm trying out a new set. This is a HomePod, and that's a record player. And let's get to the data. Twitter recently made a security change that forced its non-paying users who use two-factor authentication to start using an authenticator app to log into their accounts instead of the more problematic text messages. Even though the announcement could have been smoother and more descriptive, this is a great move from a security standpoint, but which app should you trust and which apps are even competing? The easy answer is Microsoft Authenticator, but to get a better idea of what's going on in the Authenticator space, I rounded up the top 10 most downloaded Authenticator apps, and the results are interesting. Microsoft and Google lead the way. The pair saw more than 105 million new downloads in 2022 from the App Store and Google Play, according to our estimates. Microsoft was responsible for about 58% of that total. An unexpected name came in third, Twilio. Did you know Twilio had an authenticator app? Well, it does, and in 2022, it made its way into about 5 million iOS and Android devices. That's an order of magnitude lower than the bigs which means it's not nearly as popular. And when I look through Inspector, which runs a search on the App Store directly, the results matched. Microsoft and Google are the top search results. Other than Salesforce, which also has an authenticator app, the rest of the names are pretty generic and obviously made for App Store optimization. One even uses a very old trick to rank higher, something that I looked at in a keyword teardown a long time ago. Between those generic ones is another name some of you might know, LastPass the password manager that recently had a serious leak. I added up the downloads of all of the generic names, Twilio, Salesforce, and LastPass, and they don't even come close to Microsoft or Google. So how do they even compete? Search. Apple search ads and App Store optimization, to be more specific. All but one of the generic apps pay for ads in the App Store, most using names of competitors from this list as their keywords. Don't do that. Those apps are also very optimized to be discovered organically in the store, like that one trick. Much more than apps like LastPass or even Twilio Authy. What's your favorite? Did you end up getting one? Let me know in the comments below. I'm curious. Microsoft has been riding the ChatGPT wave for a few weeks now. Last week, I looked at downloads of the official Bing app, which rose a lot when the integration with ChatGPT went live, but it wasn't the only app to gain momentum from Microsoft's portfolio. Edge, Microsoft's web browser that competes with Chrome and Firefox, also saw a nice nudge. And when I say nice, I mean the highest day of downloads this year. Edge has been averaging a little under 50,000 downloads per day so far this year. And on the 15th, downloads in the App Store jumped to 170,000. And the next day, they rose a bit more to 180,000, nearly 350% higher than the daily average. The trend declined right after, much like the trend Bing saw, but it's still higher than average. Edge has been on a big growth spurt over the last few years. When I analyzed mobile browsers in 2021, it was way behind, way behind, all the way behind pretty much. But in 2022, that changed and Edge jumped to almost the top of the list, skipping ahead of Firefox, Brave, and Opera. There are many ways to switch away from native Safari and AI is certainly a good one to add to the list. I personally have not found any of those that exciting, so I'm sticking with native, but I believe we'll see demand for third-party browsers on the rise in 2023 as search morphs beyond links and paid ads. Are you team native? 
get chatty in the comments. Tell me which one you use and maybe try to convince me to use something that isn't native Safari. It's always exciting to see new icons making it to the top of the App Store. I have nothing against Timu or TikTok being the top duo for months, but I like some variety, don't you? New icon of the week is Hollow, a prayer and meditation app that rose in popularity over the span of just a couple of days, thanks to the beginning of Lent. A prayer challenge, celebrity backing, and drum roll, Apple search ads. Hollow, which was released back in 2018, has been growing steadily, but also really, really, really slowly. Hollow averaged just 2,000 downloads per day in 2022, and that dropped a little bit this year. It saw a few peaks in the past, especially around this time, but not nearly as serious as a spike it's seeing right now. As Hollow climbed to the number four position in the App Store as of the middle of this week, it managed to accumulate 300,000 new downloads from the App Store, though. Most of those came in on Wednesday as Hollow made its way into 100,000 new iOS devices in one day. Will Hollow stick to the top? I think that's really a question of budget and not demand. And why do I say that, you might ask? Because according to our Apple search ad intelligence, which is really coming soon, really, Hollow is currently paying for visibility in more than 4,500 keywords. That's a massive campaign. And even if it's a, just a simple broad match campaign gone wild, which happens from time to time, and it's just a terrible, terrible mistake, it's still massive. And I've looked at the data. I looked at the keywords. I don't really think that's what's happening here. I think this is on purpose. Getting to the top of the App Store is so much easier with a big Apple search ads campaign, something super sticky Timu knows about very well, and likely the reason it's been glued to the top for months now. Please don't use broad match campaigns or Apple search ads basic. They're terrible for a variety of reasons. I will go over it in my next live stream about Apple search ads. I've been meaning to do that for a long time. If you want to not burn your money and actually get results from your campaigns, make sure to subscribe to the channel so you can catch that live stream. Next up is an interesting trend I've been following for a while now. See, the last few years have been um, busy. The kind of busy you'd read about in the news, which is why demand for news aggregation apps like Google News has been very high. Aggregators such as Apple News and unlike news outlets like CNN or Fox bring news from multiple sources together into a single feed and have become very popular in part thanks to politics. But the trend is changing. Looking at the downloads, it's safe to say news fatigue is real and it's fully settled in at this point. And you can quote me on it if you want to. Rewinding time back to 2018, the top news aggregators saw an average of 4.5 million downloads per month. And when I say top, I'm talking specifically about Google News, Smart News, and Newsbreak. Those are the apps that I'm using in this analysis. 2019 was a slower news year, so downloads dropped. But then COVID struck and downloads exploded for a very short bit. At its peak, the trend grazed 9 million downloads in one month. Pandemic and politics couldn't really maintain the downloads as much, and they started sloping down. 2021 saw a bit more excitement, but by the end of 2022, all of that excitement was gone, and the drop intensified. The group ended 2022 with 1.5 million downloads in December, according to our estimates. That's a drop of more than 60% from where they started. Now's probably not the best time to launch a new news aggregator. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll have more data for you next week. And last for this week, when the Apple TV App Store opened up in 2015, it had a lot of promise. Knowing how hard it is to develop for big game consoles, 
I expected this to mean a flood of games for Apple's new game console masquerading as a streaming service. Nearly eight years later, and that's not the case at all. Games are in the biggest category, or even second or third. But if not games, what are the biggest categories on the Apple TV App Store? Education. The largest category of apps for the Apple TV is education. Are you surprised? Well, I am too. Of the roughly 15,000 apps available for download through the Apple TV App Store right now, about 25%, a quarter, are in the education category. That's not at all what I expected. Entertainment and lifestyle, the two other categories I actually expected to dominate, do in fact dominate. There are more than 5,000 apps between those two categories, which makes sense to me, considering that's where most of the apps you'd really expect to live in a TV to exist. Games ranked fourth, and as a casual gamer, the TV never really attracted me as a gaming device, the Apple TV, that is. So I'm not surprised. The Apple TV remote is a terrible controller, and even with a dedicated controller, most games just don't feel right. I think it's a huge missed opportunity, though. The Apple TV is a powerful device that can easily serve good games, but beyond hardware, it's really Apple's lack of promotion that makes it so hard to be successful with an Apple TV game, much like developing for the Mac these days. Music, news, and sports all have just a little bit more than 500 apps, each while health and fitness, utilities, and photo and video dip below that, so really low. What is interesting is the trend of new releases. Well, the numbers are small, and for context, the Apple TV App Store saw the same number of new releases in all of 2022 as the iOS App Store sees in about 48 hours. The numbers are growing. 2022 saw the biggest increase in recent years. The Apple TV will be a goldmine for developers once Apple figures out how to make it easier to get new apps in front of people. I say will and not could because it's just a matter of time until that happens. It has to happen. I see it. If you're thinking about developing for the TV, don't stop, but maybe also don't start yet. And that's all I have for you this week. I hope you've learned something new. If you did, make sure to give the episode a like and subscribe to the channel for more episodes just like this one. I'll see you next week.